What is up, people? Welcome to the latest episode of Here's Why. I'm your host, Chuck, and I'm so glad you're here because I have a funny feeling that a lot of you can relate to my topic today, which is burnout. And I mean this, how do I mean this? I mean, I guess mental, emotional, psychological burnout, not necessarily like the physical burnout that you get after a workout or something healthy, but unhealthy burnout, which a lot of people, especially a lot of Americans are dealing with these days. And for good reason. I mean, we've, we've witnessed and suffered through, I don't know, a dozen once in a lifetime historical events over the last few years or so. So it makes sense that we would all be burnt out. And after those historical events, you know, they cost a bunch of money. They, it costs, it costs a bunch of money to like keep on living. A lot of people have been out of work. And money sucks like really hard. It's one of those necessary evils that nobody ever has enough of. Even rich people complain about how they don't have enough money, which is fucking annoying. But I wrote down a few causes that I think cause burnout, emotional burnout, mental burnout. I wrote out a couple of effects that I've noticed and a couple of helpers that helped me. This is all personal hearsay and observation. I'm not a fucking psychologist. But this is just anecdotal stuff that I think might help some people if if you're looking for advice. And if you're not looking for advice, that's cool, too. You don't have to listen to me. I have these on sticky notes, by the way. I wish you guys could see me because this is fucking hilarious. I just wrote all this out on sticky notes. But anyway, first things first, we're, we're overworked. We are overworked, but not that it's not that simple. Most of us are overworked at jobs that we fucking hate. And that's... That's most of society. That's not just, you know, Americans or that's most human beings on the planet right now are working jobs that they can't fucking stand. So not only are you dealing with something that eats up a minimum of eight hours of your day, it's eating up like days of your life, too, because you're just stressing out and you're miserable all the time and all that like kind of negative emotions and negative energy it that i'm convinced that that takes days off of your life like if you were to live to 99 years old but you spent 10 years being miserable i'm convinced that drops you down to like 94 you know what i mean i, I don't know if that makes sense but i think i think that is, is a real thing i think that's an actual thing that happens and that's not cool i mean we should all be trying to live as long as we can and to do that we have to be less miserable so well I don't know. I'll get into how I think people can be less miserable a little bit later on in this podcast. Second thing I wrote down was overstressed. And a lot of that has to do with number one, our shitty jobs. We're stressed at work. We're stressed about work. We're stressed when we're not at work because of stuff that happened at work or stuff that's going to happen at work. And all that stress is really bad for your skin. I learned that from my lovely sponsor, Hex Beauty Lab, which you should all go check out and, uh, buy stuff from so that your skin doesn't suck under all this stress. Number three, we're over emotional about stuff. And this is not just me being like a toxic male, whatever, saying that you can't have feelings or anything. It's a real thing. I talked about it with Dr. E uh, just a couple of episodes ago. When did that episode come out? I don't know. Go find the episode with me and Dr. E and she will teach you about all the reasons that our emotions uh, are definitionally irrational and they cause us to do and say all these horrible things uh not only to other people but to ourselves that 
ultimately just negatively impact our lives in a bunch of different ways. She is a doctor, a psychologist, and she, you know, she's the one who should be talking about all this stuff, but she's not here today. So y'all are stuck with me, but you can and should still go check out that episode because it is to this day, one of my favorite conversations with one of my favorite people. And it was really enlightening. I learned a lot of shit. You can learn a lot of shit too. But basically we get up in our heads about a lot of these other causes to burn out and we kind of over catastrophize small things, which it, it creates this sort of snowball effect where something really small can lead to some, can it can grow into something larger and larger. As soon as we get our emotions involved, if we become emotional about things, suddenly something that it's like a mountain out of a molehill effect, you know, so suddenly something that was very small and probably could have been dealt with or avoided altogether uh, is is this massive thing now that feels overwhelming and and makes us feel like shit even more even on on top of all of these other symptoms of burnout which it's just it's just a real vicious cycle everything about burnout like one after another just makes it worse and worse and worse which may, which is why it's kind of so hard to cure so to speak because it just it piles onto itself the longer it continues Number four, we are underslept. And I think this is this is a real pandemic right here. And it's kind of it's almost inescapable, especially if you're one of those people who likes to indulge themselves like me. I'm way too indulgent of a human being. So if I spend eight to 12 to 14 hours of my day working and then a couple of hours running errands and doing, you know, adult stuff. I don't have a lot of time because eight hours I have to sleep, right? So, or I mean, doctors recommend you have to sleep eight hours, whatever. The point is when I come home, I want to take advantage of the little time that's left in those 24 hours. So I end up kind of indulging in relaxation and laziness like a lot of people do you know, with Netflix or bullshit YouTube videos or naps or just kind of fucking off at home, you know, not not really doing anything productive because we're tired. You know, I'm tired. We're all tired and we we all need time to relax and unwind and do something that we enjoy to stay sane. And so we all just we kind of try to milk that at the end of the day, which eats into our sleep time. Now, that's cool and everything because you should try to take care of yourself and you should unwind properly and you should do things that you enjoy, even if they're not necessarily active or healthy, I think, uh, because it's important to kind of treat yourself. But in not sleeping, we're going to make everything else worse. I mean, there's there's a mountain of studies that prove me right. I don't have to be a doctor to say this confidently. If you're not sleeping enough, the rest of your life is is going to be really difficult and it's going to it's going to snowball into some bullshit that you don't want to deal with. Physically, it's going to hurt your body. You're you're not going to be physically physiologically healthy enough to carry yourself through the day. That in turn is going to affect you mentally in all in the long run or vice versa. The body is fucking weird. I'm not going to pretend to understand it, but long story short, if you're not sleeping enough, your life is going to suck dick. Next up on the list is underfed. Now, what do I mean by this? Because I know a lot of y'all are probably fat. 
So I should note that what I don't mean is eat whatever you want all the time, like eat donuts, eat things like sugary things that like taste. What I mean by underfed is we're not as a society, we're not healthy. This is I'm being objective right now. We are not Americans are not a healthy society. And it's not just here in America, but it's widely prevalent here in America. We're just not healthy. We're eating bullshit all the time. And there's an old saying that goes, you are what you eat. So if you eat bullshit, you're going to kind of slowly become a piece of shit. And, and it's not because you're a bad person. It's because like you don't have the fuel that your body and your brain needs to carry on like a healthy, happy life. So eat like a salad once this week and you might feel better sometimes. And if you feel better, you can start working on some of these other things that are causing you to be so burnt out all the time. There is, I think... Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I think there's like a 100% guarantee that if you eat a healthy meal, healthy portions, healthy meat, veggies, healthy carbs, and you don't overstuff yourself, I think there's a 100% guarantee that you're going to feel better for the rest of that day or until your next meal. I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that. And if you do feel better until your next meal, you can get into the gym. And if you get into the gym, there is a 100% guarantee that you're going to feel better after your workout. I can say that's a fact. I don't care what anybody says. That's a fact. 100% guarantee you are going to feel better after a workout. When you feel better after a workout, you're going to feel better moving into that meeting that you have to go to. Even if the meeting fucking sucks, you're going to be in a better state mentally and you're going to be able to handle it. And then after you handle that, you're going to be able to swing into your fucking errands. It's just a better way to do things. So eat right, sleep right. That's two pretty easy things that I think we can all kind of tackle. The last thing I got on my sticky note of truth is shitty people. And those, that's the worst fucking part of this sticky note right now. I'm telling you because there are so many of them. And I mean, this this podcast used to be called Here's Why I Hate People. And it was called that for a reason. A lot of people suck really hard. And, and sometimes we're forced to be around them, especially if you work with people who seriously suck. And what I like, I don't mean that they suck because they're horrible humans or they're they're just inherently bad. But sometimes they just suck for you. You know, there's there is such thing as personalities that clash and just don't really mesh well with each other. You know, you, I could be talking about some really cool person. Maybe they, they're probably great for society, but for you, they just kind of suck. You know what I mean? That's a real thing. And unfortunately, sometimes there's no way around that. If you are stuck in an office or something and the guy or girl who sits two cubicles over just bothers the fuck out of you for no reason at all, or for some weird quirk that they have that sucks your energy out it's like mentally draining to be around that person and there's nothing you can do about it what are we supposed to do outlaw shitty people i mean we've tried that it doesn't work and maybe it doesn't work because we're all just shitty in our own ways and there's no way to like put a cat like define shitty so that we can lock up all the shitty people there's no way to do that there's no way around this so what do we do exactly about shitty coworkers? Well, I'm not really sure, but I do have another sticky note here on which I listed a bunch of things that I like to do to help me when I'm feeling burnt out or pissed off about shitty people or shitty things that happen in life that make me uh, feel burnt out and feel like I just am not at 100%. Number one, you're probably going to have to sacrifice some plans for sleep. 
which sounds really easy, but it's harder than you think it is. You know, we all, most of us probably work Monday through Friday. And when you get to that weekend, I mean, the weekend is all you have. You only have two days and every single one of us wants to utilize those days to do fun shit, you know, go out on hikes or to the club or somewhere that's, that we think we're going to be really happy, but really it's just a distraction from what we have to do on Monday. So it's not real happiness. It's just kind of, it's like blowing off steam, which is still also important, but I think there's healthier venues to do that in. And one of those is, is sleeping. We, we, I think as a society, I, I, again, I need to like, I should have gotten statistics, actual statistics before I started this episode. So I could tell you guys like how many people are underslept. I don't even know if there's a real study on that, but sleep is just so goddamn important. And if you can cut out a day, what you really need to do is use sick time for fuck's sake. Most people we're really good about taking care of the worker or we have like laws that protect the worker in this country. Most of us should have sick days. Take a goddamn sick day and sleep the whole fucking day. I did this not too long ago, and I should not be admitting this on a public platform, but fuck it. I called into work. I don't even know what I said. I, I think I said something to the effect of being sick, being under the weather in, in some form or fashion, which wasn't necessarily a lie, depending on how you look at it. I mean, mentally unwell is still unwell, right? So I was still... Still kind of telling the truth, but in any event, I called in sick and I slept most of the day. It was like on and off cat naps until, I don't know, noon or one in the afternoon. It was fucking magical, okay? I, you know, organized and cleaned the place at a leisurely pace. I watched bullshit YouTube videos and movies and stuff. I went back to sleep. I made food. It was, it was just one day of relaxation and that in a weird way i did feel kind of guilty about it but then i decided to not give a fuck and it, it was all of that went away it was fine so i highly 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 recommend if you do get sick time especially if this sick time is paid sick time take your goddamn sick time okay and just take a day just for you sleep as much as you can eat whatever you want as long as it's healthy okay eat whatever you want in a healthy fashion God's sake. And just recharge yourself. Recharge yourself. You'll feel better. Number two, avoid shitty people. We just kind of talked about this. And by we, I mean me, because I'm just talking to myself right now. It's kind of hard to avoid shitty people if you work with them because they work with you. Like they work at the same place. So there's really no way around those people. But you can avoid shitty people in all other aspects of your life. And that means anyone, really. That means if, if it's someone who's probably a good person, but your personalities don't mesh, Fucking avoid them if that means it's like a clerk at a store that you go to and they're a piece of shit. Don't fucking go to that store. It gets tricky if it's a family member because we all have, are under this weird assumption that, you know, for, for whatever reason, we can't, I don't know, we can't like abandon our family and stuff. But there's a huge difference between abandoning your family and just not getting emotionally involved in their bullshit. And that's. That, that's kind of a, a hard distinction to make, which I understand because it's it's hard to sort of compartmentalize your emotions and detach from them. And it's it's kind of a scary 
it's a scary part of our minds to dive into, but we all kind of have to do it at some point or another. And it's better to do it sooner rather than later, because if you emotionally involve yourself, yourself with someone who damages your psyche, then you're going to pay for it later. And that's not cool. Family or not. I mean, you don't have to disown this person, but that doesn't mean that you can't emotionally protect yourself so that they don't burn you out. Step three or suggestion number three, quit that bullshit job. Look, we all need money. We all need to work or do something to earn that money. And uh, that's, again, a necessary evil that really sucks. But you don't have to sacrifice yourself or your mental health or physical health for a job that doesn't fucking care about you. This all sounds like really easy, simple stuff that like everyone should know already. And I think most people do. But nobody ever takes action on it. Nobody ever actually follows very simple advice that we all get. I mean, there's probably a million memes on the Internet right now that say exactly what I just said. And people read those memes and they click the like button and they post it on their page or whatever. And you're like, we, we live vicariously through our social media personas, but none of us actually take action in our lives, which is tragic and really fucking stupid because social media isn't real, y'all. Like we have, we're alive right now. Remember that we're alive and start taking tax action in your own life. Quit that fucking job. Find another one. Even if it's another like possibly dead end job, there's, there are a million dead end jobs out there that probably suck less hard than the one that you're at right now. So find one of those and use it as a means to an end until you figure out what you actually want to do. My next bullet point is sleep more. I know I've said this a million times already, and I'm going to say it a million more times because we fucking need to sleep more. For God's sake, none of us are getting enough sleep and it's causing like half of the symptoms of burnout, which I have on another sticky note of truth. And I use the Googler to find these so you know it's true because everything that's on the internet is true. Numbness, depression, lost time, uh, sleeplessness, lacking creativity and inspiration. All this sounds terrible and a lot of it is caused by sleeplessness. So just or by by no uh, not enough sleep. So fucking go to sleep. Go to, It's past your bedtime. Go to bed. The next thing I wrote down was eat like you want it. I don't know exactly what I meant when I wrote that down, but it sounds really supportive. And I think that's what a lot of people need right now, too, is is support. So I'm going to backtrack on some stuff that I said earlier when I said, you know, don't eat donuts and shit. And I'm just going to decide to support people. Listen, if you want to be a fat piece of shit, then you have my full support. Absolutely eat whatever you want all the time. If it makes you feel good and if it tastes good in your mouth, eat it. If you want to be in shape and be physically useful and live longer, then eat healthier. Eat like steaks and broccoli and good potatoes and yams and spinach and stuff like Popeye. Whatever it is that you decide that you want, eat like you want it and I will support you. The last thing that I wrote down was get real with yourself. And this one is really tricky. And I'm going to have to switch into my super serious tone and try to get real with y'all and get real with myself, which is not fun or exciting or comical or anything. And nobody likes these deep, real, personal talks. But we all kind of fucking have to, don't we? I mean, we live in a fake world. The least we can do is get real with ourselves, right? So what do I mean by get real? Getting real with yourself means taking a moment 
to look objectively at where you are in life. Where are you in your personal life? Where are you objectively in society? What is your role? And then decide whether or not you can be happy in this role for another 80 to 90 years. And if the answer is no, you cannot be happy, then you've got you've got some work to do. So make some goals for yourself. Start out real fucking small. Like, what do you want to have done by Friday of this week? And then meet that goal. And if you don't meet that goal, don't be a piece of shit and feel bad about yourself. Just set another goal for next Friday and meet that one. Quit being dramatic. We talked about that. Don't get over emotional. And then once you start meeting these small goals every Friday or Wednesday or Tuesday or however you plan on laying out your your plan, you can start making them bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, I mean, six months go by and you're in a totally different place than you were six months ago. And I think the best part about this strategy and, you know, I mean, other strategies, too, is that if you are someone suffering from burnout, it's like, how much worse can it really be? fucking get you know like, i mean in other words what do you have to lose i mean you're already burnt out but you still have to go to work the next day you still have to wake up at the same time i mean utilize the kind of time that you have to kind of implement these strategies i mean set your goals figure out what kind of resources you have at your disposal and then use them make a plan use them meet to your, meet your goals and always have a contingency too which is not a backup plan by the way a lot of people, when they hear contingency, they think that's like a backup plan, plan B, so because plan A didn't work. And that's not what it is. A contingency is like a sidebar plan. It's like a bullet point underneath a bullet point. So this is still plan A, but this is what we're going to do in plan A in case XYZ happens. That's what a contingency is. So have those at your disposal as well. It's kind of like if you can imagine yourself sinking in quicksand, which for a lot of people, that's what burnout feels like. It feels like you're just sinking and sinking, but you never drown. Just kind of picture that you're in, you're in quicksand. You have a limited amount of time. What do you have at your disposal? There's a stick over there. I'm going to grab this stick and then I'm going to put my foot over here and then I'm going to get out of this quicksand. It's just, it's just, it's exactly like that. And I, I know I, I hate speaking in metaphors because nobody's ever going to understand what I'm trying to say right now. But that's really the best way that I can put it. I mean, figure out your situation. What situ- like what, what is the look of your situation objectively? What resources are at your disposal? How can you use them to get to your goal, which is out of this burnout quicksand? And I think I'm having so much trouble explaining this because these are things that have worked for me and they, they really have. But the problem is that I'm not all of you guys and what, what worked for me won't necessarily work for you. But I wanted to kind of put it out into the ether anyway, because I, I feel like I'm pretty type A. So this might help, I don't know, at least one person that hears this, right? And if it doesn't, it doesn't. You still stuck around the entire time anyway. Nobody made you do that. Huh, I win. <laughs> Just kidding, but not really. You definitely stuck around to the end. So uh, that's my spiel. I really hope it helps at least some of you out there listening to this because there are a lot of people who are burnt out right now and it's causing a lot of depression. Again, this is just me observing shit, so I could be totally wrong, and I hope I am because burnout sucks, depression sucks, You know, lacking creativity and energy in your life. That's all tragic shit that I think is plaguing our country right now. And 
hopefully I'm not right about that, but that's just what I've been noticing. And that's not fair. None of us deserve that. So, you know, take my advice. Don't take my advice. Live your lives however you want to eat what you want, you know, yada, 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 all that bullshit. Thank you so much for listening to my rant. Please come back next week for another cool rant. Bye.